0: Welcome everyone. What up? Welcome to another episode of a drink and a game. I'm your host Dre and today I'm going back to the old days. I am not joined by anybody. I am solo today which it has been quite some time since I've been solo you know so we're about for those who've been listening to me for years now about to take it back you know me drinking alone me talking about some games and maybe ranting you know i don't know if i'm a rant if i have too much to rant about today but you never know the more drinks in me the more that comes out so we'll see how that goes so um this is well, this ain't no special type of episode it's just another fucking episode of a drink of the game and um today i'm drinking some uh God, what am I drinking? So Hercules, yes, rum and rye. Hercules, rum and rye. Hope all of you got your drinks, you know. And so here we go. Cheers. So, oh yeah, also this week's episode was not live recorded. Um, I'm going to start doing live recordings every other week you know, which is usually 8 p.m. when I go live, so guys look out for that. Sorry, I didn't go live today, but sometimes I got to do things on Monday, so I can't always be home at that time, you know, so that's why I'm not live, but I'll start doing it every other week, and if, you know, I'm feeling the mood, maybe I'll do it weekly, but don't want you guys to feel confused, so just always look out for it. If you see a notification at 8 p.m. exactly, you know I'm going live, Um, but Let's get to the fucking games now. Uh, first game I brought up during the game Rich podcast that uh, me and my wife are playing right now, It Takes Two. Now, um, since the last time we played, we haven't gotten to touch it yet, but I just wanted to reiterate for those who probably didn't listen to the game Rich podcast, which we do every Thursday at 9 p.m. live. That is live every fucking week, um, unless there's something going on. But this game is like the... Rejuvenation of Couch Co-op. Um, this game does it all right. Um, whether it's for, between communication, you know, you have to play this game co-op. I got to let you know that um, you need to give your friend, let your friend download a separate, I think like partner key or co-op key or another app off the Xbox or PlayStation just for you guys. So you guys can play together. But this is game you definitely want to play with someone, someone you know. And I think this is perfect for you to play with significant other. Um, I think I brought that up. Actually, I think I brought it up on, la- on the last week's drinking the game episode. So, so I'll just reiterate that this is a perfect co-op game, guys. Play it. I guess I've been drinking already. And you guys are like, yeah, he's he's drinking already. But that's always the case. Mm-hmm. Next game I wanted to bring up that just released, um, Disco Elysium di- um, Final Cut, which I see... Um, IGN or GameSpot I think GameSpot probably gave it a 10 out of 10 which is saying a lot coming from fucking GameSpot but um in this game if you haven't played Disco Elysium um it's good a great RPG about like a very drunkard cop who's not me um but it's good to play somebody in this world you know that that like He's just misunderstood in some ways depending on how you build that character and the choices always seem to mean something the story goes a lot of different places um i say this is like a great game just like i think like a, a year and a half to two years ago since it came out and won a bunch of game of the year awards and stuff um and it still holds up to this day with this final cut they've added um, more lines to it, more voice actors to the game. I believe they added some more missions and and, and things like that. And this game could take you all over the place because just when you think you're just about to solve one mystery or finish one objective, you end up doing something else. Of course, it now um looks just as great as it does on PC because what doesn't look good on PC nowadays, but um, at least on a bigger screen, you could see the fidelity and, and everything much clearer and sharper if you have the right television. You know, I use a Sony uh, X950H, I think, yeah. And so I bought this new TV just for my video games, the PS5 and the Series X and stuff. So like uh, colors and all that stuff look really good on this thing. So I, I highly recommend it too if you could if you could play these stuff on a good TV for gaming or oh, upgrade the TV if you could afford to. I know it's tough times, but if you can, just do it. But yeah, Disco Elysium, man, they have a lot of funny shit in it. This guy is like so drug you have to find out what your name is again. Figure out if you're a cop, uh mess around with your partner and try to solve a crime that you probably should have solved a long time before he got there to you um this the, what i just love is the open-endedness of this game and i like game i love and hate games like that because yes there's so much to do but then the problem is because i play so much there's so much to do and it makes me have to keep going back and forth and the only problem i'm really having with the game right now is finding time in between this and all the other games i'm playing right now um but um you will have fun with it um not for kids um, you, like, some of you see, we spoke about it on Game Rich Podcast about it being banned in Australia because of certain content. Some of the content is, like, for adults. I don't even think kids would even get the messages that the game is trying to send them, but places like Australia think that kids would get it. Like, it's no different than us listening to, like, certain rap songs or, or music uh, and not knowing what the hell these grown-ups were talking about until we became adults. And they're like, oh, shit they were talking about fucking you know so it's it's like that but the game is good um i like all the characters the voice and work is good uh even the environment is fine and savvy man it, it, this game has been spoken about enough but highly recommended disco elysium rpg you probably have to get used to the um they found a unique way i should say to do like the, it's like a clicking game. Like you click and move here and there, click and play. But with the, um the PlayStation or Xbox controller, of course, you're not really clicking. So like you just move the right stick around to aim at what object on the screen you wanna um, move to. And you can free freely move yourself, but that also helps you find more clues faster and things like that because they point things out. And of course, certain things only unlock to you based on your level of intelligence. Uh, your quirkiness like this also applies to dialogue options and things like that so um, there's a lot a lot going on in this game and some might be turned off with it from the get-go it might be slow to others who are just used to just getting in a game running and gunning it's not for you but for those of you who have the time and patience and are open-minded like a little mystery like a bit of puzzling, cause this does not douse you in puzzling. Like you guys know, I well, it's not an action game, so I don't really mind the puzzles as much here as I would if this was an action game. But Disco Elysium definitely won the pick up. Um another game I've been playing. on um, my bought like Cooking Mama for my kids, uh, well, my daughter, I should say, and she's loving this game to death. Um I played some of it with her. They got a two-player mode, but the two-player mode is more like a competition rather than just doing the regular cooking mama thing i'll admit i did have cooking mama back on like the 3ds you know because i was oh i should say the ds because i barely played my 3ds so it had to be on the ds back then because for some reason cooking mama sells a lot um, and it, it's just and like when i had that stylus in my hand it, it it felt good to like cook things you know when i was younger and shit so Excuse me, but even now in today's day and age, um, it's it's still fun, even though I don't have a stylus, but you get to, um, on the PS5, it, you, it takes use of the touchpad and all that stuff. You know how to chop. Your kids will find it easy to play. It'll tell them when to chop, shake cheese, do all this stuff, when to flip stuff. And it, I can leave my five-year-olds alone with the game, and it's very easy for them to navigate it. So um, I had no um, calls there at all um what else was it uh yeah so that's a good little fun game didn't go too far into it played it for like an hour or two but if you have kids and or even if you just feel like playing a cooking game cooking mama is popular all over the world right now always makes makes a lot of sales so go ahead and pick that up um also i've been playing fucking Avengers, back on Avengers, got the Hawkeye update, um, and I think I spoke about this before, which I usually always do, try not to speak about it too much, but with these updates that they brought out for next gen, they've been alright, I think the biggest one I really even cared about was just the loading times, quite honestly, um, the loading times were horrendous as those who played it on last gen consoles know, and now with this next gen update, the loading times are just great it goes by real quick and it keeps the action flowing and i didn't realize that at first after if you guys know i hyped this game up some and then after a while i fell off because i felt like we were doing the same thing over and over again and they in a way you are fighting the same enemies over again just with a new story i'm only playing with kate bishop right now i haven't gotten to touch hawkeye i'll let you guys know how it's like when i find touch hawkeye but um, I want to get through her story because her story leads up to the Hawkeye story. So that's why I haven't touched him yet. I don't want to jump ahead and have spoilers for me, but they still haven't given us any new real bosses in there. What this game really is missing is a boss update or enemy update. Yes, we have like Black Panther coming. We got Spider Man coming for those on PlayStation someday. You know, we got Hawkeye. We got Kate Bishop. But we're still facing the same fucking enemies and they're treating this game like it's just for fucking rated e for everyone and teenagers and not fucking giving us new enemies because i don't know if square thinks this game needs to be soft and can't have human enemies that could get pulverized and shit like we have to be fighting robots yes there are some human enemies there but you'll see more robots than you'll see any fucking humans around because, like, they're scared to let kids fight human beings like they're not doing it in any other fucking video game that they're playing. This is not LEGO Marvel Avengers. This is fucking Square's Marvel Avengers, you know, and Square Enix. And I think uh, we we got a good story, but we need this endgame content. They're going to keep supporting it. They, we got to raise this fucking... um age limit on this content like this is fun yes it gets fun until we're tired of beating them up and i also we also want to reiterate that of course when you upgrade stuff you don't see your upgrades on your characters which is going to be something i talk about with the next game that i'm going to talk about but you don't see no type of stuff on your characters i really like it when i get a new weapon or upgrade that i see it on my character skill trees still pretty great and lengthy and stuff like that. I still enjoy figuring out how I want to build my characters and stuff like that in the game. And the action is good. And the action moves much smoother now that the loading times are better. And like I said, that's the main thing I think I needed right now to keep me playing because everything else I will be fucking bitching and moaning about. Um, I think they had like a free trial coming up if it hasn't happened already to play the game. On one of these consoles. I don't think it's on all consoles. It might even just be on Stadia alone to play it, if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, Avengers, it's getting better. It's just not quite there yet, guys. Not quite there yet for those of you that's been holding out, but you will find a lot of content in the game. But if you're looking for something that's going to make you feel like an adult gamer, this game doesn't. It's not going to make you feel like an adult. It's like you're playing another kid's game um the last thing i really wanted to talk about now was outriders like um i know a lot of people are on it thank you xbox for stopping me from spending sixty dollars on this on ps5 because that's where i was originally gonna get it but game pass if you got game pass it's out now and you can download it right now um not on pc game pass i don't believe i see it saw it on there um but you can't get it on your xbox um one and your Series X and S, you know, you guys know the deal with that. Um, but this game now, um the demo had me a little nervous and stuff, uh, because I felt like there's a little clunkiness here and there, but it's a demo, and they made the right choice pushing the game back and putting this demo out and letting people contribute to what they felt we felt needed to be fixed. And this and now that the game is out, one. I know there's server issues. It irritates me sometimes because we get kicked off, but at least you never lose any progress when you get kicked off the server. And it also holds. Um, it shows you like how many people are actually playing the game now that is on Game Pass. Because I don't believe there would have been server issues or server stressing if this game didn't come out on Game Pass. And um lo and behold mlb the show a sony game is going to be on game pass day one because sony obviously saw these fucking numbers that game pass is bringing in and it could only help your game like it's not gonna make a game worse, especially if you're putting on um microsoft console for the first time and hey maybe people might not trust it you know they're so used to the lame rbi baseball because that's all they've been able to play for the past few years you know but um yeah, this um, MLB The Show coming to Game Pass is going to be great, and the numbers are going to be outrageously huge because a lot of baseball fans have been waiting for this game to come to Xbox for a long time. This will be my first time playing MLB The Show on Xbox because um, why buy it on PlayStation when I can get it for free? And I know some of you can be like, oh, but you don't completely own the game, blah, blah, blah. And how many of us played a one fucking game all year long? None. So if they take the game away from me in six months, I don't care, whatever. It's gonna be fucking $3.99 in the next nine months on PlayStation Network. So it is what it is, or even the Xbox store. Um, but yeah, so back to Outriders. Uh, screw the server issues. Yes, it's bad, but I'm kind of liking it because I'm liking that the game is going to be successful, which means future content updates, of course, which they did tell us will be coming, um, but we don't know what type of updates. but And um, more than likely, uh, Outriders 2. Um, I put plenty of hours on this game right now. I am a level 14, um, world tier 6 right now. Um, and that's kind of like the difficulty levels. Um, and with World Tier 6, I think your enemy levels go up four levels higher than you. But you can also get pick up weapons, loot weapons that are like four levels higher than you as well. Like, I like how they did this difficulty battle. That's one of the best things. Like, you guys know I bitch and moan about difficulty. Outriders um, fucking does this right there's so many tiers that you could go. And the more people playing with you, the more harder they actually feel than when you're playing by yourself. Because I was up to a pause playing with my cousin earlier where we was getting our ass handed to us in tier six, went and did it again like a few minutes ago by myself. I was able to beat that boss and all the people around me much faster than I did when I had to coordinate. So I don't know if it was just because I, w- I was able to free my mind, I didn't have to worry about protecting my cousin, or if um, the game world just was like, hey, is by himself. You know, most games with the more people in there, the harder they make enemies and the tougher they make things for you. So that could just be the case. But um, if I keep dying and stuff, or if you keep dying, you could always like notch it down one level, uh, go to tier five if you're on tier six, and then see how much easier it is, and as soon as you've done passing that part you're at, you could notch it right back up to tier six again. And they have like progress meters and your progress meter will stay the same from where it left off in that tier. No, you won't get any progress towards like tier seven while you're on tier five. But as long as you go back to tier six, your meter will be right back where you left it on tier six. So there's no real um consequence for just going down the tier to get past a part that's just too tough for you. Um, I still haven't got to play with three people yet. Well, I tried. Me, Felice, and my cousin tried to do three players. Um, I will let you know this, that you'll if you're gonna cross-play, you're gonna need Discord, um, because Sony, uh, PlayStation, Xbox players can't talk to each other. Xbox Series X or S and Xbox One X players and stuff can talk to each other on cross-platform, and the same for PS4 and PS5. But you cannot do cross-platform talk between PlayStation and Xbox, unfortunately. So I'm um, constantly on our Gamers Network Discord right now, um, which you should go ahead and join. And also you can always shout us out and access what we're playing. And if you want to hop in whatever we're playing, you know, you could get on that, too. Um, Visually now for this game, uh, a lot of nice colors. Everything looks nice um especially when you first start the world when you're in the tutorial part and they do like a good job of showing off how nice and beautiful this world could look the character um, the creatures around there before you know the inevitable storm comes and stuff like that but uh yeah you're gonna like it graphically sound wise um it sounds good when you're using your weapons and moves and blasting brains out there and blasting enemies to pieces and shit but only in the most annoying sound you're gonna hear some of you might not have noticed this until now Um, that I bring it up and then when you go back to the play the way they step like it's so squishy no matter what surface they're on when your character is running it's gonna sound like you're squishing you're walking through mud And it never really, the footsteps never really match up with how your character is walking. That gets annoying because I hear the That's what it sounds like while you're walking and it gets annoying if you're somebody that like picks up every little thing going around in the environment and things like every little sound like I'm good at like listening out for things and and seeing things and hearing that sound constantly is fucking annoying. I, I hope with a patch, they fix that, that up. I know they put out a patch, but that obviously wasn't fixed because it's still annoying the shit out of me. Um, so now, gameplay-wise, so you, you get to choose between, I believe it's four different classes. Right now, I'm a trickster um, so, tricksters play with time. You could, like, you have everybody has a special melee move by clicking down the right stick. Uh, mine is like you put them in like a stasis and shit. Or when you run, you could s- slam the ground and anyone within the vicinity will be slowed down. You could shoot them up. And um, the trickster is meant for close range. So, the more kills you get at close range, it brings up like an arm. You get more armor and health and your armor doesn't stay your armor constantly goes down unless you keep moving so the game forces you to keep moving and moving and moving um when while you're doing this shit and it forces you to keep thinking on your on your 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 toes because like all the moves you get only three abilities at a time right now i have an ability to like get cryo bullets um i get the ability to like teleport slow down time um do this like tornado spinning move where I'm just cutting people up as I move. And um, one where I have like this blade that just slashes people like turns them to fucking dust right away. And it's, it's fucking fun. Like this, because of these abilities that I'm seeing off of this one character, I actually do want to start off another character, like after I beat the game and if someone's like, oh, I'm now a star, I need some help. I'll probably just start a new character and just play with them with a new, new character. And each character has like a, a tree that um, you could go through, which has three character classes in it. I believe I have the Reaper, the Assassin, and something else that I'm forgetting. It's not coming to my mind right now. But um, right now I'm stuck between going between Reaper and Assassin. Like I keep putting one pill up, um, pill, one point in one area, then the next one I keep going up and down. You know, or I try to see like what I really need help with at the mo- in the part of the game that I'm at. And try and and just work my way w- with abilities through that because these skill trees are so big nowadays. It's hard, and you do not get skill points as quick as you would in the Avengers games. That's for sure. Um, in Avengers you get like two skill points every five minutes. In this game, you probably have to level up like two three levels, um, before you get like one skill point, and it really forces you to pay attention to where you're spending these skill points And hey, you can respect at any time. So don't worry about that. Um, if you feel like this one build that you're making is lame and it's not helping you out, go ahead and respect, or you might even have like a friend that comes in and they're like, just as good as you playing in this one area. So why not just move all the points that you had in that one area and focus on another, you know, so you could do neat things like that. Um, yeah the enemies are cool on um, this story um is i don't want to say up and down like sometimes it loses me they do a lot of and there's a lot of stuff notes to find around the place where and they're like paragraph long like two three paragraphs long sometimes you'll want to sit and read it depending on the situation so you could be like all right now I know what the fuck happened here before I got here but there's under other instances where you're just like oh my god can you guys like incorporate all this shit into the story and stop making me read so much because there's like I think like a hundred of these things or probably even more to pick up around the place. And you're not always gonna wanna stop and read, stop and read. Um, But I always tell, I'll tell you this, whenever you're in like an open environment, look around your environment. There's always some iron on the wall to drill out to help you when you get to the point in the game when you could craft. The iron regenerates um, every day, like every time the night goes Or Even when you leave an area and come back, I believe it regenerates that way too. Um, so look out for that. You'll need a lot of it for um, crafting. When you um, you disassemble some gear and stuff, Um guns will always give you, I believe, iron, and your armor will give you leather and stuff. And other shards you have to and you have to pick up on um, off out out in the world or some items where you start getting to like the purple and and legendary items then you'll get certain craft and materials only from those things another tip is don't ever sell your items that have buffs on them or or they have like tier 1, tier 2, tier 3 buffs for your weapons and this is awesome because there's so much stuff in there from giving you like cryo bullets, to even giving you like flaming bullets that you would think that another class only gets but now you could play with it too with your gun because you have the mod in there and um, some mods make certain powers more powerful like my ability to slow down time, I have this one mod, any person that runs into my my field would freeze automatically so now open it up someone runs in they freeze shoot them up instead of them just moving slow now i have them frozen in one spot another mod um lets me spin with my spinning move that i get to chop people up for 15 percent faster Um, And then if you upgrade your weapons, you could put in like two mods in there. Um, If you disassemble your weapons, um, you get to keep those mods and put them in other things like your clothing, your armor, other guns. So never sell a gun with a mod on it unless you have that mod already. But then again, you might wanna always disassemble most things because the more you upgrade, the more stronger your weapons will be. And by the time you go back, there's gonna come a point in time you'll go to the shops to see if there's anything um, higher level than what you got on or what you're shooting with. And most of the time, your weapon and armor is going to be stronger because you had all the crafting material you needed to keep upgrading it to different tiers or to add more to it. And you, this game does so much to make sure your character build is for you. Um, you'll probably never see the same character twice. Even if you and a friend are both tricksters, like I said, they have three different skill trees they could go down. Plus the way they build their weapon and armor up to help their specialties out might be different than yours. Or they might choose, have three sets of moves that they only like using. And you could choose another three and you guys combine and, and figure things out. Like when I play my cousin and he has the flame moves while he's burning people, I'll go use my blade and like cut them all in half while they're there screaming and burning, or I'll slow down time when a bunch of creatures are running my way and I could slice 10 of them at the same time. You even get a fucking achievement for that if you could accomplish that. Um, um, My cryo bullets cut people up. Um, I I have this teleportation move. So whenever a sniper is fucking um, shooting at us and we're both behind cover, bam, let me teleport behind this fucking sniper, slow him down and blow his brains up. Yes, I sound very grueling right now, but that's just how it be. Um, this is a good game, guys. Um, if you want to hit me up on Xbox Live um, or PlayStation, BK Brawler 537, jump in our Gamers Network Discord and um, we be in there. Like I'll, I'll even send some messages out, see if anybody wants to join in the fun. Um and play there. Um, also, guys, we have our Patreon, our Facebook page. Um, if you could support us on Patreon, it'll be great. We're up we just updated our tiers. Um, so check that out. Um, the link tree will be available in the comments. You'll find it there. And um, um, if you go on any of our pages, Facebook, our big community there. We have a tournament um about to go on. I'm looking for more entries for our most badass woman tournament so from movies so if you know a badass female character that you think that could win a tournament which you do get a prize at the end go ahead and join our facebook page and drop a name it's pinned to the top um and before i go i want to give you guys like a list of games i'm personally this is not all the games coming out in april but these are games that i'm personally looking out for um before they by the end of this month um and that's just mlb the show which I said will be on Game Pass day one. Um, If you pre-order it though, I believe you get to um, play it three days early or four days early on PlayStation if you wanna do that. That comes out 420, so everybody's gonna be smoking weed while playing ball. Um, then we got Pokemon Snap, and which, you know, for the Switch, Pokemon Snap. Um, Yeah, for those you want a relaxing game, Back in the Pokemon world, taking pictures. Um, there's a lot of videos that came out about this already. You could make little sticker, take stickers, and edit your pictures, which we couldn't do before on N64 and shit. Um, so this is a nostalgia game for a lot of us in our 30s right now. You young cats, um, yeah, this is probably going to be new for you unless your parents showed you what the fuck Pokemon Snap was about. Um, and also coming out on the 30th of, the April of this month is Returnal, which is um, the next big roguelike game. Um, so if you like shit like Hades and stuff, this, of course, is with guns on. Um, this looks like it's going to be good. Doesn't look like it's going to disappoint. So look out for Returnal. Um, I'm sure you see it plastered all over your PlayStation store. They're pushing this shit hard. It's going to be like our next big $70 game. And it, I swear to God, it's better live up to the hype because I, I really hate spending $70 on games, but I will do it because I'm a fucking gaming addict. Um, But that's all I got for you guys this week. Uh, Maybe next week I might have a guest or maybe you might get me solo again. Either way, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And as usual, or the pod for those who just listened, enjoy your drinks, enjoy your games. Peace out.